Trying to get that out of my... What are we doing? What are we doing? We're recording. This is not a podcast day. It, well, I'm, we're just... I'm recording because it's like a fun behind the scenes. It shows like what we're doing outside of a podcast. We don't hang out. Well, we're hanging out right now. And this would be evidence of us hanging out. I needed your... You, evidence is a strong... But <laughs> <laughs> it's to show people. People don't believe we hang Do out. Do you need an alibi right now? No. No. I do crime. You stole the Dial of Destiny. <laughs> That's in an old episode. <laughs> Listen... I know, I'm just... What, just explain what you're doing. Explain what we're doing. Okay, hi, everyone. Um, I'm you're Beck Wayward. I'm Beck Wayward. I'm Donnie Dennis. He's Donnie Dennis. I uh, used to be a superhero. He's uh, He wants to be a superhero, I think. Yeah. Um, we're recording this on Valentine's Day. Um, if you listen to my podcast, <laughs> City of Supers, um, you'll know uh, my fiance Abby, and I are getting married in November mm-hmm. on All Souls Day. Mm-hmm. We, can, we don't know if we can serve the host or not. Uh, he'll break an exception. <laughs> uh, but what Donnie is helping me do is that I, uh, to surprise her today, I am. Uh, we've made a cake for her that I'm going to pop out of the cake. How exciting is that? How cool is that? It's kind of cliche, but uh, she's kind of a very, uh, she's, in a word, plain. <laughs> She's simple. Have you ever seen um, the first part of um, She's All That before they take off her glasses? Yeah. That's Abby. And she's wonderful. And I one day I'd love to meet her. <laughs> You're in a wedding party. <laughs> but um, Donnie and I, we've constructed the cake. It's Of course, it's not a real cake. It's made of asbestos and uh, rat poison. And a touch of red velvet that I scooped out the innards for. Which I tell him over and over again is chocolate cake covered in rat blood. <laughs> but uh, Donnie is uh, just going to help me into the cake dough. Donnie, can I have a hand? There you go. <clears throat> okay. Okay. I am solidly in the cake right now. All right. And I'm coming into the cake. What? <laughs> and I am Donnie. closing the lap. No, no, Donnie. Donnie, Donnie. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> and we're in the cake. <laughs> Donnie, you need to be on the other side to open it. This locks from the inside. Right. Abby will open it, and then we'll surprise her. <laughs> She's not going to know to open the cake. It's a cake. Well, she'll want to cut open. Beck, you're freaking out. I am freaking out. What the fuck are you doing right now? We're in the cake. We're hanging out. We're not hanging out. This yeah. is a kidnapping, I think. It's not a kidnapping. I think it's a cake napping. <laughs> Isn't that fun? <laughs> How long have you been sitting on this one? Um, I wrote it down this morning because I knew I was going to get in the cake. <laughs> Oh, so this was a planned thing. This was a planned thing. Beck, I I didn't have any Valentine's Day plans, and I didn't want to be alone. I know. You helped me craft a cake. I know, but I didn't want to be alone in Valentine's Day night. I heard you the first time. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, well, we could just hang out, maybe record an episode, because I didn't have any plans. I just have, honestly, it was just going to be me and my neighbor, uh, Dermot. Who's Dermot? Hello. <laughs> Dermot, this? Dermot's in the cake. It's <laughs> in the cake? I build him around the cake. Hello. How I are you? When I was Hello. In... Hi, Dermot. Hello. Fuck you, you know? <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. How did you know about this? And you didn't warn me? I didn't really have anything to do on Valentine's. Why? Hmm? Why not? Ah, I'm an old man. I, I've had many, many women in, in come and gone. Did your wife die? Hmm? Did your wife die? She did. She died very peacefully in a factory fire <laughs> 55 years ago. Well, sir, I respect you, but I don't respect Donnie. 
That's okay. We said we were going to skip the podcast this week. No, listen. I was going to get laid instead. <laughs> Ooh, earmuffs, earmuffs. <laughs> I didn't hear it. Okay, listen. What we'll do is we'll do a mailbag episode. We've had a ton of like questions coming in that we haven't been able to answer. We'll Are they a... Valentine's Day themed? Mm, this one isn't. This one isn't. This one isn't. Mm, <laughs> Are they no. Dermot themed? Ooh, anything's Dermot themed if you... <laughs> If I read it. It sounds like you had plans to hang out with Dermot. Why do I also need to be here? You spice everything up. You make everything better. I'll burn you. (laughs) I'll burn you soon. Get behind me. (laughs) Okay, Dermot. I'll burn right through you, Dermot. Your skin is paper thin. All right. Well, how about we do... Can we just do a mailbag episode while we How much air is in here? Mm, For the three of us? Yes. Not enough. (laughs) For two of us, just enough. I don't need much air. How much air do you need? Mm, Enough for two people. Fuck. (laughs) Abby's not going to be home for a while. I know, this means we have enough time to film the mailbag. Okay. Behind the scenes, my ass. (laughs) It was a gotcha. It was a gotcha. It was a zonk. I zonked Abby for, for Valentine's Day. What do we mean? Oh, well, the cake is a zonk? Or no, the, no, the cake is not a zonk. Well, the cake's a little bit of a zonk because there's three guys <laughs> in it now, I guess. It's become more of a zonk. But I laid out rose petals to um, the kitchen and I said, uh, check the freezer. Because she um, she likes when I freeze grapes. <laughs> She's playing like that. <laughs> and um, there's... Um, I got a I got an effects guy to do uh, a, a, a severed head of me. Ooh. <laughs> yes, and then in the mouth there's a brick um, that says, "Feeling bad? Have a piece of cake." <laughs> and then that leads her here. Ooh, that's good. It's a kind I, of a double zonk. That'll be fun. Yeah. And then we'll surprise her. <laughs> I guess. First question. Hi, Beck and Donnie. That's us. Dermot, this doesn't include you. Sorry, Big Dermot. F- that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Big fan of the show, really big. Like I had to go to great pains to type this email for use with my jumbo bratwurst-sized fingers that no keyboard has been built to accommodate. <laughs> I have a question for you guys, but one that Beck will probably know the answer to, just from the advantage of proximity. Anyway, here it goes. Are there any ravaging rat enemies that you feel like he enabled just for the sake of publicity? Or... Any he had a soft spot for, or for example, were there ever any that, you know, like paused in the middle of beating them into a pulp to think of himself, wait a second, maybe this mook's got a point. Maybe I should question my moral superior superiority. Sincerely, Yurgi from Delhi on 69 Lois Lane. <laughs> that used to frequent sometimes. I'd recognize your voices anywhere, but I've been too shy to admit to use that I listen to the show till nine. Thanks, Yurgi. Thanks, Yurgi. Your- uh, Y-U-G-I. No, Y-U-R-G-I. Thank you, Yorgi. Um, this is funny because every answer is the same answer. <laughs> there is someone I've wanted to, uh, that I've cultivated just for publicity. I've sort of, um, there's no other way to say it, like a reverse talented Mr. Ripley, a kid. Because <laughs> um, I was a rat lad from a very young age, of course, when I was the sidekick to the Ravaging Rat. And there was this real, um, real just like, uh, what do you call it, like a kid who um, smells like milk? Oh, yeah. Milk, a milk kid. <laughs> He's a real milk kid. A milk dud. A milk dud. <laughs> he was a milk dud. And I thought, well, if I can take, which you might be able to see why I'm so attracted to Abby. If I can take a milk dud and turn him into a supervillain stud, uh-huh. 
then that's like worth something. I was also always playing the long game. I've done a lot of things in my sidekick days that were solely for having stories later for the podcast. <laughs> and that's great because I've been sitting around doing nothing mm-hmm. and I don't have many a story. And uh, so Milk Dot, of course, famously became the milkshake. Ooh. Um, I just bullied him enough to, for him to be like, well, maybe, maybe fuck superheroes. And of course, you remember the milkshake's whole um, uh, sort of reasoning was uh, that he wanted uh, to turn every meal into dessert. Oh, I forgot about that. Because mm-hmm. as a kid, you cheered for the milkshake until you realized you can't have a milkshake, you can't for, have a milkshake every for every meal. meal. You can't have a milkshake for every meal. <laughs> we said it at the same time. <laughs> but what milkshake wanted to do was make mil- was make... Uh, dessert be every meal and um, I mean fuck man I don't eat any better anyway no I'd be getting my dairy in at least no but that's also too much dairy Mm -hmm. what was the middle one a soft spot for oh I did have a soft serve for milkshake (laughs) (laughs) Donnie I'm gonna kill you that's okay every laugh I it's like two breaths when I take a laugh (laughs) you see how about I won't laugh I'll never laugh again. Was that what you want, Beck? Oh, Dermot. Yeah. <laughs> you seem like a real jerk. Can we read the next one, please? Hey, Rat Lad and Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh, that's, of course, Dwayne the Rock Johnson is my superhero name. Yeah. My name's Dan Dan. I'm 13. I know your show's been mostly duds, but I'm holding out hope y'all will have some studs in your future. That being said... What are the dopest to dumbest superpowers you've ever encountered in the field? Sexiest superpower? Is there such a thing as sexy superpowers? Yes. I wouldn't know because I still haven't figured out how to hack through parental controls. <laughs> Do you guys know how to hack through parental controls? <laughs> Could I take this? Yeah, please, Dermot. I've always found uh, the best superpower is wisdom. Mm-hmm. And I think that comes with age. Oh, so we're supposed to, like... Wait. Praise you, or... (laughs) I would say, wait. Wash your fucking feet like we're in a goddamn Super Bowl commercial. (laughs) I like that commercial. That was a good... That was a good commercial. I didn't, like, care for the other ones. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm very old. And I'm very wise. You're very old. And very wise. You're very old. And very wise. very old. Ask me a question. Okay. For the last 123 years. (laughs) Fuck, man. (laughs) Okay, um... Uh, uh, who shot Kennedy? Hmm? Who shot Kennedy? Who shot either Kennedy? Oh, uh, Phoebe. <laughs> Phoebe? Yeah. Which Kennedy was shot by Phoebe? The Federal Bureau of Investigation. Oh, no. Oh, no, Dermot. Phoebe shot him. I was working for Kia at the time. <laughs> Kiwi? Kia. Uh, Kia of Jacobtown? No. The Central <laughs> Intelligence Agency. Oh. What like do you call him? For Sussman Kia of Jake and Town. <laughs> no. I'm pretty sure Phoebe shot him. I think I went to school with that Sussman. <laughs> I think I did too. Anyway, so wisdom is the sexy... Wisdom is the sexiest superpower. Great then. There you go, Dan and Dan. What's, what's the dumbest superpower, Beck? Um, uh, wisdom. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> I should have gone second. <laughs> All right. We're powering through these. Mm-hmm. Next question. Let me ask... Let me, yeah, can yeah. I? Uh, dear Donnie and Beck, but mostly Donnie... Ooh. Been tuning into the show for a bit now, and I just wanted to ask, Donnie, what do you want for Christmas? My name <laughs> <laughs> We should have maybe answered this one a little earlier. <laughs> to be fair, this came in December 28th. 
My name's Hank, and I work at the Acme Hardware on B-52 Crater Boulevard, and both my boys are in college right now and don't seem to give a good goddamn about me. So I just want to ask what you want for Christmas so I can maybe play a meaningful role in some adult boy's life. <laughs> Not, I want to give my sons a new one. Just any adult boy I want to... Sincerely, your friendly neighborhood handy Hank. Hank? That's a wonderful question. You know what I, you know what I want for Christmas? A handy... <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> um, but Donnie, if you could for Christmas, <laughs> um, I'm also a young adult. <laughs> but please, what I I think what I'd really like um, is just just some someone to be there for me. So Hank, I, I'd love to spend the next Christmas with you if we could. I've talked to Santa Claus, and I know it's going to happen this coming Christmas, and honestly, the Christmas after that, you will not be spending this time with Hank, and you wish you will. Well, Hank, if I could, my perfect Christmas is to be stuck in a red velvet cake with you. Here's to you. (laughs) Where'd you get alcohol? (laughs) I got some. You want some? Oh, God. It's like pure grain alcohol. It's a a Russian moon. It's uh, blue moon and milk. Jeez. (laughs) Right, you think what makes it Russian is the vodka. It's, it's actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's, try to, let's try to cruise through a bunch of these. It's starting to get lightheaded. I don't know if it's the milk or the air. Dear Donnie, where do you see yourself in five years? Sincerely, a concerned citizen. <laughs> uh, P.S. Really, Donnie, I'm very concerned. In five years, I don't think that far. I would be 30. How far do you think? Five seconds ahead of time. Uh, no, I can see. Uh, no, realistically, I can see a world in which I'd leave this cake. <laughs> I would hope so. <laughs> I cannot personally, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm willing to die in here. I feel like you have to say that about every room you walk into. <laughs> is you have to make a bargain with yourself to say, you know what? If this is it, then this is it. <laughs> a lot of Ubers don't like me because I walk in. I go, I've made peace. I've made my peace. <laughs> I write the special instructions DNR. (laughs) (laughs) But you can't see yourself that far ahead. Do you think there will be a planet Earth five years ahead? Can you see an old man Donnie? Ooh, that'd be very fun. Dermot, I'd love to reach your age. I'm afraid I can't die. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're afraid for us or you're afraid you can't die? I'm afraid I can't die. I think it's a... I think it's, you know how like people discover their superpowers when they're like a teenager? Yes. I'm afraid my superhero power is I can't die and I'm going to learn about it at 124 years old. Sometimes I look at Abby and I do think to myself, hey, maybe it's us. Maybe we're the two people who will never die. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Because I did, I always promised I would never die. Who'd you promise that to? Oh, my dear sweet Donnie. Moments ago. <laughs> that was before we got the cake. <laughs> I couldn't tell, tell who was talking <laughs> But Dermot, you said you promised not to die. Yeah, yeah. Even that, though you I, make I'm peace confirming to die. Okay. confirming that. Next question. Yes. I'll read this one. Okay, Dermot. <laughs> Hi, Beck and Donnie. I'm literally such a big fan of your show. So cute. Hoping you two can cute. settle a debate between me and the girls. Fuck, Mary kill. Mood ring, Duke of Fisticuffs, and the Licky Blob. Yours, Teehee... <laughs> Yours, Teehee, Mackenzie. <laughs> wow, Mackenzie. Wow, this is, this is a fun question. It's very appropriate for Valentine's Day. Fuck, Mary, kill. 
Um, it was uh, Duke of Fisticuffs, not Count Fisticuffs. Duke of Fisticuffs. Duke of Fisticuffs, who's been referenced. Wait, who is the brother of, of Count Fisticuffs? the brother of Count Fisticuffs, of course. Who wrote us that riddle? Mood Ring and the Licky Blob. The Licky Blob. No, you've killed the Licky Blob. <laughs> I don't know when this was written. But so I'll say kill for the Licky Blob. Kill the Licky Blob, that's pretty safe. And then, well, ooh, I'd marry... <laughs> I'd marry the Duke of Fisticuffs because then I'd become royalty. Oh, great. And then say out loud. <laughs> and then I'd also kill Mood Ring. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that means I gotta fuck two of them. <laughs> yes. I'll fuck Licky Blob. I'll uh, fuck Duke of Fisticuffs. And I will uh, marry and then kill Mood Ring. That's your brother. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we're having fun with he this. Already had a, he already has a ring. Oh, that's very true. That's good answer. Good answer. This is a good long answer. One. Good answer. This is a long one. Becky, you want to take this one? This is from Fred Bedknocker. Fred Bedknocker. <clears throat> There's a couple emojis in here. I'm going to do my best that's to, fine. Um, in an audio medium, describe them. Or, you know, I'm going to emote them. <laughs> Hi, Ben. <laughs> oh, we're running out of oxygen. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> Ben. Hi, Beck and Donnie. I want to thank you two so much for not only introducing me to Fantastic Foam Mattresses, the uh, sponsor of our first episode of the Never Again. Possibly our th- maybe top three episodes. <laughs> but also, the love of my life. Yes, after a while of getting to know each other, him offering me comfort as, if anybody's listening who hasn't heard that episode, the Fantastic Foam, of course, is a superhero. He makes mattresses. He's the smartest man in the world and can uh, turn into any shape. He just cuts off little bits of himself, makes them into a mattress, which can also, which also have his consciousness. Yes. That being said, um, him offering me comfort as soon as I got home and all the nights he put me to sleep, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I decided to make it official and marry my sentient, naturally sweaty, and form-fitting Fantastic Foam mattress. Life together has been absolute bliss, despite all the odd looks and uh, uh, lashback we get in public when I hop on my moped and drive him around in the sidecar. When I use an upright dolly to go on walks with him in the park, and when I spoon-feed him at our local noshing spots. He does not have hands or feet. <laughs> He's, at best, he's got a mouth. Maybe. At best. I couldn't be happier, though, and couldn't, be, couldn't care less about all the haters because Fantastic Foam Mattress and I are out here living our best life, and besides, no one better in uh, bed than my Fantastic Foam Mattress. Enclosed is an invitation to our wedding because we want to thank you both for being one of the main forces that brought us together. Thank you for changing my life forever. Beck and Donnie, yours, Fred Betnocker. I guess that wasn't really a question. <laughs> not really a question, was it? <laughs> I guess it's just the RSVP of whether or not whether or not we're going to the wedding. On three? One, One two, two, three, three no. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it, Fred. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Fred. But that's going to be it for you. This is another long one. Not seeing a lot of question marks, but we're going <laughs> to say it anyway. <laughs> This is for me. Hello, Mr. Donnie. To be Dennis. fair, we say mailbag. mailbag. And we, say if, uh, we do say if you want to ask us the question. This seems actually more... Um, uh, someone's upset. This is uh, entitled Shane. Should we be burning all of these in one episode? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go ahead. Well, we don't know if we'll ever have another podcast episode again, will we? You've never had one to begin with. I'm so excited to be a guest on the show. Not a guest. Me and uh, Donnie were going to do fireworks. <laughs> What do you mean, do fireworks? We were going to do fireworks for Valentine's Day. Oh, you're going to try to kiss and see if fireworks happen? I don't know. <laughs> and I, I made the uh, uh, blushing emoji. 
Read, read, the, read the sentiment that's been passed along to us. Hello, Mr. Donnie Dennis. The dog mayor informed me of your podcast during one of our Sunday brunches in the park. Ooh. Uh-oh. My name is Gorf, <laughs> and I am the golden retriever you tricked into biting you in the park. This was a niche reference. I did trick a dog into biting me, hoping I would get uh, powers from yes, the dog. Powers. I am able to write this email because not long after the incident, I myself was bitten by a radioactive bear, and as a result, have grown human phalanges, 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 phalanges. Thank you. <laughs> Don't say. <laughs> I got it. I was the one who got it. It sounds too similar. Phalanges <laughs> on my boss and gain the power to move objects with my mind. A common bear power. Mm-hmm. I'm currently using telekinesis to write this, but you can bet your pink tuchus. I hate that I showed that dog my butt. You've shown any dog you've ever had your butt as well, though. Yeah, nah, fair enough. I don't like being naked in the same room as a pet. Do you feel like it's wrong? It's a sin. <laughs> All that is to say, shame on you for duping me to bite you. You taste very bad. I, a dog you do not know, put my trust in you to play tug of war with a delicious bone, and you have the audacity to swap said bone for your sad Henry Kissinger's <laughs> rotting taint tasting toothpick of an arm. <laughs> <laughs> Even now that I am actually radioactive, I wouldn't bite you in over four infinities because you taste so bad. I have eaten shit that tastes better than you. They say dogs have the cleanest mouths. Well, my mouth felt dirty. And having you in it, shame on you, Donnie Dennis. Shame. Sincerely, Garf the Golden, a very good boy. So if you have any questions, (laughs) feel free to send questions our way, Garf. Halfway done. (laughs) Uh, we have uh, this is oh god this is a long one uh, <laughs> question marks. Let me let me I'll take it. Yeah, this is from Viner's Viner Lamps. Mm, wow. Okay. <laughs> and I'll react to this one. <laughs> Dear Beck and Donnie, my name is Viner Lamp of Viner's Viner Lamps. I am a small business that sells lamps specifically designed for people who climb and swing from vines. Yes, I'm familiar. Not to be confused with content creators on the outmoded on the outmoded social media sensation vine. I do not make ring lights. I cannot stress that enough. I do not make the ring lights and people need to stop asking. They are body lamps for viners, not ring lights. Body lamps. For your body. Oh, excuse me. Not for your rings. Which, by the way, please put your ring away, Mr. Murphy. <laughs> no. <laughs> I would love to do a plug on your show, though, if you'll have me. Well, well it seems like we've really tricked us into doing that. Aside from business, though, I am also writing about a more personal matter. I did not used to be a listener to the show until a friend who was a listener told me my name was mentioned on an episode of the show. This came as a shock to me, and after I listened, it came out as even more of a shock to me to hear the one and only Utilitina say my name. Oh. Also had no idea she was dating Mitch. Uh, he's one of the most loyal customers and avid underground Viner himself. Love Mitch. <laughs> love Mitch. I love Mitch. He's great. You know Mitch? We hang out with Donnie. You don't. <laughs> Without me, you don't. I paid him to say that. So you don't? <laughs> How much of this did you pay him to say? I have $15,000 in my pocket right now. I, of course, knew about him hooking up with the point. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you kept this to yourself. He did not tell. Utilitina, it seems. No, he did not. Uh, but something most uh, people don't know is that he's been out moonshining <gasps> with Buzz Aldrin, too. Oh. I'm really hoping that fizzles out, though, because, well, you see, I'm Polly, but also very lonely. <laughs> and also, that's the thing about being Polly. You're never lonely enough. 
as many people as you have around you. Uh, <laughs> and also I've been writing obscene amounts of fanfic around Utilitina, Mitch the Point, and myself as therapy for the massive crust I've been harboring for all three of them, only one of whom I've met in person. I would love a chance to be in the same room with all of them, though, if you do me the kindness. So maybe I can have a shot of uh, living my polycule dreams with them. But I'm really hoping to nix Buzz Aldrin out, though, because five is really such an ugly number. Also, would love to plug the vinyl lamps if there's time. That's two plugs. It's two plugs. It's a lot he's got going on. Mm-hmm. Also, Viner, Utilitina, Mitch, The Point. Oh, yeah, five is an odd number. Sincerely, Viner Lamps of Viner Viner Lamps. Viner's Lamps, I do not remember you, but if you don't uh, if you don't remember them either, go back and listen to the Utilitina episode of this podcast. A great, a great guest, episode. Utilitina. It's a fantastic episode. Because we get to talk to Mitch. This one is labeled Question. It fucking better be. Dermot, Dermot can you take this one? I'll take this one. Dear Dick, Beck and Donnie. My name is Myrtle. I'm 83 years old, she's young, and I use your show as a white noise machine to put me to sleep at night. Good lord. <laughs> I hope you like falling asleep within half an hour every two weeks. <laughs> but one thing that has been keeping me up at night is this smegma mail business. <laughs> now, Beck, what is that smegma mail? Uh, a smegma male is sort of like a circumcised male, but you don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, it's just like a, it's like a cool badass. Yeah. Just. Uncut. <laughs> yeah, it's a cool badass guy. Cut, but uncut, you know what I mean? Um, oh, that's great, because it does ask, what is a smegma male? Do you know women get smegma too? <laughs> does that make us smegma females? I've never heard this terminology before, and I swore to understand everything before I die. You have time. <laughs> so I demand you explain this smegma male business, which I think we did. Sincerely, Myrtle, who may be a smegma female, depending on your forthcoming def- definition. I will say, though, if you talk about yourself being a smegma male, you're not a smegma male. No, yeah. You... And if you have to ask, you're certainly not a smegma male. <laughs> you're certainly not. No. I'm not. A, I'm, I'm a smegma male, because... Oh, uh, Donnie, he just said he's a smegma male. Oh, uh, Dermot, you're a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> you're not a smegma male. That's so embarrassing for him. Be warned. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings, Beck Wayward and Donnie Dennis. I am the infamous smegma male. <laughs> no! Male spelled M-A-I-L. I excrete a special serum from my genitals that might hit the cutting room floor that has the power to unseal envelopes. I have used this power solely for evil. Smegma Mail, I remember, uh, they're the uh, successor to Mailer Damon. Yes. Because sometimes you you send mail and what comes back is a bunch of smegma. Yes. I take the pals out of pen pals. I take the knot out of forget-me-not. I put the audit in the mailbox after stealing all your tax return paperwork so you could never fill it out. I unsealed some of your you boys' mail recently to find an old lady questioning my name and reputation. I want to set the record straight if you'll have me on your platform. Otherwise, I'll be forced to unseal your mail and line the envelopes with itching powder, sneezing powder, bleaching powder, and other ghastly powers. Mwahaha, the infamous smegma mail. I'm glad I've been burning my mail for the last couple years. No, that's a smart move. This guy feels like he would smell. (laughs) (laughs) To say the least, Donnie. That's going to be no. And I have to say, this cake... Stinks. (laughs) Stinks. <laughs> yeah, it what? smelled before we got into Listeners should be grateful that this podcast is not in 4D. 
Pizza monster, pizza monster, pizza magician. <laughs> I had something 4D to say. It's important that listeners remember that when you're listening to this podcast, you are not inside Drew Carey's mouth. And that is all I have to say about that. But you said pizza, pizza, have you? Sa, bras. It's the boys at Vincent Za. Sa. Uh, like a saya bras. <laughs> you're never going to believe this, bras. When you like tried to order that Za from us and we were zuli ooted. Zuli Ujit is what it says. Oh, out of our fucking gourds, bras. We are kind of not so kosherly might have done a pretty gnarly boo-boo, bras. We like kind of put some of Maisie's maple pockets in the Thunderdome with Cthulhu's cabbage, if you know what I mean, bras. And wham, bam, thank you, slam. All the Zahs we were juicing up, bras, started to morph together into what we thought at first was a Zah monster because of all the excruciating sounds of agony and ecstasy. It made upon its birth. But after growing a face and limbs, it laughed maniacally and shouted, Behold the mighty Zabra, a Monica Zabra, and disappeared. <laughs> We're super scossed out, bras. That <laughs> 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 we might have just unleashed an evil Zab magician on the masses, bras. You bras know soups and stuff, right, bras? Surely you can pile in the Quandry Sedan <laughs> and solve this, right, bras? Yours, Todd and Claude. Zaz bras. Well, I don't want any Zaz bras. Zaz, Zaz. Well, Zaz. <laughs> Do you have you heard tell of a, of a pizza magician, Donnie? I I haven't. I've met many of magicians and. Okay, okay. I was talking to Donnie, <laughs> and I interjected. I, <laughs> he does that. His thing is interjection, and I haven't had the opportunity to interject much. And I, my nose is starting to bleed. You don't need opportunities to interject. I just... love <laughs> magic. <laughs> I don't tell people this, and I hate. Beck, that you dragged this story out of me. I was the I one. I hate you. I was the one who punched Houdini to death. <laughs> now, this is, of course, um, recently um, there has been some news about this. Um, originally, the story had come out that um, Houdini famously any like anybody could punch him in the stomach. He knew how to like lock his muscles in a way that he wouldn't feel the pain, and that the guy didn't uh, wait. Uh, but as we found out recently, instead what happened was Houdini was doing one of his uh, classic, you know, escapes from a water tank. And you um, seem to have gotten in there yourself and just punched all the air out of his lungs. I don't care for witchcraft. <laughs> <laughs> I was the first person who read a Harry Potter book and said, we should be burning these. And I did. And you turned out to be right. <laughs> <laughs> for a different reason. <laughs> Playing the long game. Uh, let's, what do we got here? Don't you look through our <laughs> Get off my phone. What do we got? We have cheese dust all over your fingers. I was eating cheese. <laughs> what do we got here? Looking for a stud? Cheers, Beck and Donnie. I'm sure you've heard of me before. It's Stud Studebaker here, famously known for, at the first sign of trouble, turning into a 1950s Studebaker champion that does not run. <laughs> Mostly because it is old. But it does have a trunk full of feral raccoons with Uzis. I thought it was about time I brought some stud energy your way. So prepare to get stud struck, boys. I'll be waiting your call. Stay studly. Stud Studebaker. P.S. No sudden movements. Yes, sudden movements. <laughs> Am I right, boys? <laughs> Feels like the raccoon took over at the end there. Stud, we'd love to have you on if we ever get out of this cake. Certainly wouldn't be room for you on the kid, this cake. As you turn into a car sometimes. <laughs> Especially not the raccoons. Are you? Are, are the raccoons you? Or do they disappear when you're... Stud, this will be... We'll ask questions when you're on the podcast. Because mm-hmm. that's a very you. exciting... Who do we need to have on the podcast? Viner. Viner. Stud. Stud Studley. 
There's one more in there. I'd like to get an official episode. This feels like a, this a is point your five. <laughs> no! This is lo- we've gone longer than any mailbag has ever gone before. Fine. Here's another one. <laughs> Stop reading our mail! Hello, Beck and Donnie. Word's been getting around you about your show, and I was thinking to myself, a show couldn't possibly be this cheesy without me on it. Yes, you've guessed it. This is Crushed Velveta. Is this a piece of chicken? <laughs> I was just your average career girl in the wine-tasting hospitality industry until I had a bowl of a Velta mac and cheese with strawberry crushed soda on the side. Something about those elements binding in my digestive emporium gave me the powers of cheese in all its many and glorious forms. I would love to speak of my escapades on your show as well as maybe plug my charcuterie line ready to pair with my wine-tasting resort chain. Why not say cheese? Deliciously yours, Crush Velveta. Hold on, hold on, honey. Hold on, hold on. Does Crush make strawberry soda? Oh my god. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) What's your point? <laughs> I just had never heard of it before. Me, oh. top soda. Honestly, top soda of all time, maybe. Crushing a can. Yeah. A good crushed orange soda. Good like crush. a cold in a can. Yeah. Not, not, not with ice. Not with ice. I love a good RC cola. How? My friend. How do you like it? Huh? How do you like it? Loosen my hands. Let me finish <laughs> my story. I will open this door and drive us around. <laughs> drive you around? I will turn this cake around. I would love this. I I'll love spank you on your butt. I want one of those things. <laughs> Get to the next question, Donnie. What? <laughs> this is entitled Arg. And it's for you. Oh. Arg, Beck. I am. Oh, sorry. Arg. <laughs> Beck. I'm you gotta the, read it with the, uh, with the accent on it. I am the swashbuckling Peglint. Yes. You know me well, Beck. Peglint. I am that piece of sentient lint blessed with the mind of a genius who, when caught on their peg legs or other peg limbs, can bring dead pirates back to life and control their bodies to do my bidding. It doesn't come up a lot, but when it does, who you know about it? (laughs) Oh, it's dangerous. (laughs) Don't think I've forgotten the time you came to exchange your pretty human cash for my doubloons and made off with way more than what you were due. I will retrieve my doubloons back at whatever it costs. I spent all my doubloons on the princely and wee pack in the metaverse. <laughs> Check the tape! Check the tape, Peglint! Many happy returns, the Peglint. That's not good, then. We have three questions left. That's a pretty good concept for a super thing. <laughs> really good. We've seen a lot of great ones tonight, folks. That's a really good one. I was originally a superhero. We have three more questions. <laughs> I'll take this one. <laughs> Careless Whisper theme plays. Hello, Beck and Donnie. I'm the sexy sexman. I got licked by Ornate Coleman, and ever since my body naturally produces saxophone sounds whenever I have sex. I put together a jazz... I guess he was having sex when he made this email. Um, do, you ever, do you write emails when you're not having sex? I've never tried. It's the only time in my... <laughs> it's the only point in my day where I don't have to move or do anything, so I, I catch up on my emails. And I've never sent an email. <laughs> <laughs> I've put together a jazz album, and each track's title pays homage to the person or persons I fuck to make the music. Oh. That's right. They're not all duets. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would love to plug and give teasers of some of the tracks on your show if you'll have me. Mm feel like it would make a perfect match for one of our Super Night episodes. Keep it sexy, 
with that classy brass, the sexy sexman. Now, the sexy saxman, of course, um, was the one who went having sex with George Michael. <laughs> yes. But also, unfortunately, um, famously um, did have sex with that one guy from Reddit. Yes. <laughs> what, how's it go? If I'm not mistaken, and uh, sexy saxman, I, I apologize if I'm getting this wrong. Um, it ran a little something like there was a buildup uh-huh. for like a good 20 seconds. And when you think, oh, this possibly, this can't possibly be all that bad. Also insane that it's like the body of the Reddit post and then an edit. Oh, okay. People wanted to hear the song. <laughs> it's because I was like. <laughs> That's exactly how it's. And, and he humps on the beats. <laughs> Right? Is he the notes? Of the beat? <laughs> the is notes. he like in, out, in, out, in, out, in, out, in, out? All right. People like are it. so funny at how bad they are. <laughs> that's the funniest thing that's ever happened. <laughs> Can I read the next question? Yes, this is called Landscaping Pitch, based off of our, uh, the widest uh, guest we've ever had on uh, Landscaping, the largest superhero we've ever had. A warm hello and tepid handshake to you both, Beck and Donnie. I am the Fland Fluter. Guardian metronome. Metronome is spelled with a G. Oh. Yeah. The fl- flanet? Flanet? I want to say the flan fluter guardian metronome. I'm best known for traversing the subways to put on my metronome, no G, and play my flan flute, which I don't know that they're spelling right, uh, which will send frequencies through the ground that brings garden gnomes to life to save those in peril. So a good guy, it turns out. <laughs> kind of a Pikmin. The, kind of a Pikmin. Not a Pikmin. Mm-mm. Not a peglin, excuse Mm-mm. me. These days, though, the gnomes and I have started a landscaping business venture that I'd like to plug in your show if you have a slot available. Petty partings and grateful farewells, the flan flute guardian metronome. A lot of these are by virtue <laughs> plugs in themselves, which I wish we had read these before so that we would have ads for most of these episodes. Uh-huh. We only had two months. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's do the last one, and then we'll we'll wrap it up, and we'll hopefully Ab- hopefully Abby's coming soon. Have you, have you talked to her? Uh, no, I don't. Do, have do my you reception? Oh, I have my phone, but I'm not getting any reception. And famously, you don't have Abby's number saved, and I don't know Abby's number off the top of my head. No, oh, Abby, I can call her. Call Abby. Call would you, in your definition, call Abby? Sure. Hello. This is a shoe he's talking into. It's me, Dermot. This is a lace he's eating. <laughs> can you you gotta come to you gotta come to Beck's place he's got a nice Valentine's Day surprise that's an aglet he's uh, shoved up his nose <laughs> he is right now oh yeah yep alright well, I love you okay okay who'd you call hmm? <laughs> let me read the last one okay <laughs> this is Dr. Literally Kondo you read that. Little Icando? Little Icando? Little Icando. That's Dr. Little Icando. Dear Beck and Donnie, that's you That's Dr. Little Icando, Frank. Remember Knucklehead News? No, what is that? Uh, 98.1 at 8.30 in the morning. Yes. <laughs> Dear Beck and Donnie, mm-hmm. I used to be a zookeeper. Okay. But after years of cleaning the app, whoops, sorry. <laughs> Damn it, Jesus. You can't eat this. It's wood in here. That's not the cake part, even. Mm-hmm. You don't tell me what to eat. You don't tell me what to think. 
Do you know how I've stayed alive every day for 123 years? Eating something every day. I have a diet Dr. Pepper <laughs> every single day, and I eat a little bit of wood. Read my question. I used to be a zookeeper, but after years of cleaning the animal areas, I've been mauled by every animal in the zoo in all their fabricated home habitats. The wounds from these attacks, combined with the radiation that got into the zoo's water supply, and what I believe to have triggered my transformation. Oh, they should talk to Garth. I've discovered that I can hear plants and animals. Ah. I can I can hear animals. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, you give me like a Venus flytrap or something, I bet I could hear. Yeah, I might get close to it enough. If a tree fell in the woods and I wasn't there, I'd still hear it. Let me finish. Like I can hear their conversations and understand what they're saying to each oh, other. Okay, excuse us. I can do that. <laughs> what? Yeah. Like like a, when a dog barks after a second, it starts talking human. Honestly, though, anytime I've ever talked to a dog in this podcast, it's done that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the only catch is they can't hear or understand me, so I can't communicate with them, but I can hear them. The animals I work with have some pretty hurtful things to say about <laughs> me, so not sure how much longer I want to keep this job. I was wondering if y'all had any thoughts or how I could use this new power for good. Sincerely, Daris Lilgi Icondo. Well, thank you for asking us a question. I feel like they're up-dogging us and there's something we don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> little icon. Dr. Little Icon. You, 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 you talk about it. You think I'm going to try to figure out the, the, the maze that is this. Well, it, it depends what they're saying to you. Oh, Dr. Little I Can Do. Little I Can Do. <laughs> Dr. Little I Can Do. Rather than someone who maybe does little and is a doctor. <laughs> Very good, Doctor. That is very good. Understood. The good Doctor Little. <laughs> okay, I get it. I get it. And I can't imagine how frustrated you were uh, <laughs> in the last couple of minutes. I can't imagine any going, of our audience members didn't immediately get <laughs> us going. Asihando. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. Fucking shoot him. <laughs> um. I don't know. Fucking be nice to him. Hang work out with people. Give work him with presents. any person. Yeah, I don't see animals thanks to global warming. I don't see a fucking animal a week. You know? It's perfect. No, I don't. I have to go out of my way to see them. I go to the park. I feed them. Which animals do you feed? I feed them little information. Little squirrels. <laughs> no, no. Squirrels. They're using this. I feed them information. I say, that doctor over there at the zoo, isn't he? Doesn't, look, at his, look at his hips. <laughs> Did they say anything back to you? And they go, oh, that's funny. We should, they'll say, oh, that's funny. We should talk about his hips. And I go, look at the bags under his eyes. But he's tired. <laughs> I go, tell, tell the monkeys in the zoo. You're the devil. <laughs> Don't let these horns fool you. I'm dressed up for Valentine's Day. I cannot see you. <laughs> I can't see you either. I feel like you mean it in a different way than I do. I can see right through you. <gasps> what do you see? I see. <gasps> do you hear that? Oh, is that Abby? I hope so. Do you, oh I mean, you can see through the cake, it seems. Of course I can see through things. Okay, well, what's she doing? Is she in the kitchen yet? I'm looking. She's turned around. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> She's a little turned around. She's a little turned around. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's looking at the giant cake in the living room, but she's following the petals. That's good. That's good. That's good. I, I, should, I really should have put it somewhere else. <laughs> For fear of the double zonk not working out. Oh, she's saying something. Looks like she's saying, is someone in the cake? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it looks like she's saying. 
Okay, she's going to the fridge. Okay. She's horrified. <laughs> she's opened the freezer. Great, perfect. She's horrified. That's a single zonk. Point, point back. Okay, she's looked. She understands it's a zonk. She's laughing. Okay. She gets your humor. Yes. She is... Oh, she's boring. <laughs> <laughs> she's plain, excuse me. <laughs> Sorry. She is just... She's getting string treat cheese out of the fridge for a snack. How's she um, eating it? It's... <laughs> Take the string off. She's peeling. She's saving it for later. Well, okay, Abby. <laughs> well, she's got a whole fucking cake to eat. You understand? She's going to the cake now. Okay. 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 Beth, can I go first? What do you mean, go first? I'll she go has first. to ed- let us out. Well, I'll use the key. What? <laughs> the key I have. And the key I have, the spare key. Go first. <laughs> okay, Donnie, you go first. Okay. Oh, oh my god, I love Bill. That's it. Okay, this is so exciting. Okay, Dermot, this is what we've been practicing for. <laughs> <laughs> Ready? Three, two, one. Surprise! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, my god. oh. oh it's getting in the cake! Oh, limited space! Uh, Beck, let me use me to climb up! <laughs> Thank you for listening, and remember to rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on social at City of Supers on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, and City of Supers Pod on Twitter and YouTube. If you'd like to ask Donnie and Beck a question, email them at cityofsuperspod at gmail.com. That's cityofsuperspod at gmail.com.